You're listening to KZOM, Oleander Public Radio. Recording by Betty B. Astounding Story 16, April 1931. The Reader's Corner. A meeting place for readers of astounding stories. Now in book form. Readers of astounding stories will be interested to hear that two of the continued novels which appeared in our pages during last year are coming out in book form the first of these is murder madness by murray leinster it is due sometime in february so by the time this issue is on the newsstands it will no doubt be already out the publishers are brewer and warren and the price is two dollars here's your chance collectors and those who missed an installment or two the other book is brigands of the moon by everyone knows ray cummings it should be coming along in a month or so watch out for it mr cummings sits in dear editor thank you for the opportunity to address our readers on certain sidelights of my tale the exile of time i particularly welcome it for the theme of time travelling is i think the most interesting of any upon which i have written some of you will no doubt recall my stories the man who mastered time and the shadow girl in the exile of time i present the third of the trilogy it has no fictional connection with the others it is in no sense a sequel but rather a companion story to write about time traveling is for me a difficult but fascinating task the opportunities are endless and i hope you may think i have taken advantage of them with a measure of success i wrote those conceptions of time and space and the great cosmos which you will find in the text of the story because i feel them very deeply each occasion upon which circumstances allow me to present my theories i eagerly welcome how much of the conception is original with me i cannot say it is the product of my groping interpretation of the theories of many brilliant scientific minds of today humbly combined with perhaps some originality of my own the mind flings far afield when it starts to grope with the unknown try it read what i have written and then let your mind roam a little further probe a little deeper perhaps we may contribute something it is only by that process each mind following some other's cleared path and pushing forward a little on his own that the unknown can be pierced when once you admit the basic idea of time traveling to be plausible what fascinating vistas are opened to the imagination space is so crowded the room in which you are now sitting as you read these words just think what that space around you has held in the past and will hold in the future you occupy it now playing out your little part but think what has happened where you are now sitting so calmly reading what tumultuous crowding events your room is quiet now but its space has rung with war cries the ground under you has been drenched with blood and further back it was lush with primeval jungle and in another age it was frozen beneath a great ice cap and before that it blazed molten with fire back to the beginning and your little space in the future it will be in the heart of a great mechanical city perhaps 
a mechanical servant may murder his human master in the space which you now call your room the great revolt of the mechanisms may start in your room i think that your room will some day again be shrouded under a forest growth the mechanical city will be neglected tumbled into ruins buried beneath the silt of the passing centuries the sun will slowly rise a giant dull red ball burning out cooling and the earth will cool humans perhaps will have passed decadence and reverted to savagery perhaps the polar ice caps will again come down and ice slowly cover the dying world all nature will be struggling and dying with the sun a red ball turning dark like a cooling ember millions of centuries with whatever events who am i to say but it will go on to the end that's a long way from the beginning isn't it and yet ours is only a tiny planet living briefly in the great cosmos of time and space a segment of everything that ever was and ever will be marches through the space of your room what an enormously thronged little space there is only time to keep consecutive and orderly the myriad events which in your room are pushing and jostling one another i say then time is what keeps everything from happening at once it seems a good definition i do hope you like the exile of time the writing of it made me realize how unimportant i am a human lifetime is really as brief as the flash of an electric spark the whole lifetime of our earth is not much more than that stars worlds are born live and die and the great cosmos goes majestically on yet some people seem to feel that they and the space they occupy in this time they call the present are the most important things that ever were or ever will be in the whole universe it is a good thing to realize that that isn't so ray cummings likes dear editor starting with the august issue i am going to give my opinion of the stories the planet of dread by r f starzl couldn't have been better get more stories by him murder madness by murray leinster was a good story but it didn't belong in a science fiction magazine the terrible tentacles of l four seven two a good story the invisible death a very good story prisoners on the electron very good the eight men of zlotli a good story but it does not belong in a science fiction magazine the pirate planet very excellent much more so because it is an interplanetary story vagabonds of space the fifth dimension catapult the gate of zorian the dark side of antri all good well i guess i will sign off and give somebody else a chance to broadcast william mccalvey one two four four beach street st paul minnesota i do i don't dear editor i like the magazine the way it is i want a larger magazine i want a magazine twice a month i want a quarterly and so do i there is a terrible flaw in one of the stories all of the stories are flawless i want reprints i don't i like ray cummings i don't i want a better grade paper the paper's okay with me i want smooth edges on the magazine so do i and so do i these seem to be the most often repeated sentences in the letters from readers 
however i have a new one to add i would like to see an answer by the editor to each letter that is printed in the reader's corner like this i liked an extra man etc mr science fiction i am very glad to hear that you like this little masterpiece etc editor why not the illustration on the cover of the january issue surely shows that you're starting the new year out right by putting on an extremely astounding cover the story the gate to zoran is simply amazing let's read many more of mr wells stories it is far surpassed however by the fifth dimension catapult which is the best story novelette that i have ever read in our magazine the boys scientification club is now a branch of the famous science correspondence club remember boys between the ages of ten and fifteen if you're interested in reading science fiction by all means join the b s c we have many copies of astounding stories in our library and members are welcome to read them for further details write to me forrest j ackerman president librarian b s c five hundred thirty staples avenue san francisco california souls and integrations dear editor you are starting your second year as editor of astounding stories if your standard during nineteen hundred thirty one is up to your standard of nineteen hundred thirty we shall be satisfied if possible give us the readers the best in science fiction i have no doubt but that the readers of astounding stories would not want fantasy unless written by a master and to my mind there is only one whom i will forgive for not making his stories science fiction and that writer is a merritt every other writer should and must put plausible science in his stories if he doesn't he won't go far not with science fiction readers anyway i do not agree to your answer by letter to my complaint about the science in the story an extra man by jackson g you say that two men each the size and half the weight of the original man could have been formed from the integrated particles of the original man in the story the weight of the two men was exactly the same as that of the original man anyway i do not believe that these two men could have been formed most likely when the laboratories began the process of reintegration the person integrated would have been cut in half provided of course that the laboratories began the process at the same time if not one laboratory would produce a larger portion of an integrated man than the other but to come back to the original question can a man be disintegrated into his component atoms and then reintegrated into two men each half the size weight ability and brains i say no i believe that the component atoms of the man when reintegrated would be in exactly the same place as they were before the disintegration occurred if a part and not the whole of a man is reintegrated in one place then the part would be one part of that man and not a complete man in itself it would be as preposterous and absurd for anything but a part of that man to be reintegrated as it would be for two apes pigs or hens to come from him i leave out the question of what would happen to the soul imagine a soul divided in half 
mr g might say that he doesn't believe in souls neither do i much i notice that some readers say that they like that story one even says that it was perfect every man to his taste i've read worse myself anyway mr editor astounding stories is the finest and best science fiction magazine on the market many readers want to keep their magazines and bind them including myself why change the size i'm certain that that won't be done astounding stories started small in size only and it will remain small also only in size let us have reprints nathan greenfeld three seventy three whitlock avenue new york city the defense rests dear editor i have just read the january issue for nineteen hundred thirty one and noticed some so-called helpful letters by readers looking over mr waite's letter would like to suggest that he stop to think if possible that if he wants absolute bone-dry facts that he doesn't want fiction at all and mr johnson he seems to have the impression that everyone who can take things for granted without having a detailed explanation of the facts of the story is a moron or a small child he should go find a volume of scientific research if he enjoys that sort of stuff i read fiction stories for the enjoyment i get out of them and not to criticize them for lack of explanation i would rather read some of his so-called nonsense than a lot of far-flung intricate baseless scientific explanations why doesn't mr johnson use his imagination donald call three hundred sixty selby avenue st paul minnesota high time dear editor i have been reading the magazine ever since it first came out a year ago so it is high time for me to write it certainly grows better with every new issue i think that the ten best stories published during nineteen hundred thirty were not in order of merit brigands of the moon vandals of the stars the atom smasher the moon master earth the marauder the planet of dread silver dome the second satellite jenna of the lowlands and the pirate planet your ten best authors are harl vincent ray cummings charles w diffin victor rousseau captain s p meek murray leinster arthur j burks r f starzl sewell p wright and edmund hamilton the commander hansen stories by s p wright are great let's have lots more of them and now about reprints i cast my vote like many other readers in favor of them many readers in fact over half are new readers of science fiction they like myself have not read the great masterpieces such as the time machine the moon pool and countless other stories now why not reprint some of them and give us a chance to read them a few readers who have read them before do not want them reprinted because they do not want anybody else to read them a brickbat why not cut the edges of the magazine smooth it would be much easier to handle a bouquet you have a fine magazine keep up the good stuff my criticism is exhausted so good-bye until next time oswald train p o box ninety four barnesboro pennsylvania two dimensions off dear editor it was just by accident that i came across your magazine 
and i have read every issue since in the january number there is one story that i don't like the fifth dimension catapult as far as the story is concerned it is very good but professor denham was not marooned in the fifth dimension if you read the story you will find that professor denham was marooned on a three-dimensional world that is all i can make out astounding stories is the best science fiction magazine i have ever read and i shall keep on reading it keep up the good cover illustrations richard mindel route one box ninety one butternut wisconsin to the colors dear editor being a passionate admirer of dr brewer and his writings i cannot permit the contumelious unfounded aggression of one george k addison to go unconfuted perceiving that dr brewer cannot possibly vindicate himself against this disparagement i feel obliged to extenuate dr brewer in the eyes of the readers in the first place dr brewer writes rarely and sparingly and does not grind out his stories month after month as do some other authors his stories are highly original and are presented in a purely literary style the story to which mr addison refers a problem in communication is a fine example of his work should his story be remonstrated because it is lacking in adventure because it did not delineate mushy love episodes because it does not cause chills to run down one's spine positively not it lives up to the standard of the highest science fiction here is a story unbesmirched by the love element exceedingly plausible and interestingly narrated if all stories were thought out and written just half as carefully as dr brewer's astounding stories would become a periodical justified to be considered on a par with the golden book in closing i wish to express my desire that more stories of the brewer quality be bestowed upon the readers mortimer weisinger two hundred sixty six van cortland avenue bronx new york and it wasn't dear editor having read the readers corner since its first appearance in astounding stories and noted the various criticisms offered may i tell you about a story written by a science fiction author the author by the way is the perfect author he makes absolutely no mistakes in his story and is in no danger of starving if his works aren't accepted and older stories are reprinted instead his science is correct and the story contains nothing that cannot be understood the story is of interplanetary adventure strange to say there is no war in the story there is no villain there is no hero to save a world from destruction or his sweetheart from the monsters of another planet instead there are nothing but characters if you get what i mean the persons involved in this interplanetary novel reach their goal due to the tremendous strides of science in experimenting with air and space vehicles when they arrive on the planet they do not meet hostile nations they do not meet monstrosities they do however meet people much like themselves who do not welcome the travellers with open arms and show them about their city but regard them with curiosity and treat them with all due respect for their achievement in conquering space as i said before there is no hero who falls in love with the beautiful girl from the planet visited 
and saves her and her country from other warring nations to tell the truth the adventurers have their own loved ones at home they meet no intrigue when they have learned all they can experiencing many difficulties in mastering the language used for the people of the planet have not perfected a brain copier or other like mechanism they arrange for commerce and travel between the two worlds and return to earth on their return they are not met with world-wide ovations and made heroes of but receive credit for their undertaking and are soon forgotten about to cap the climax the story is acceptable to the editors it is not in need of corrections and is published immediately the story is gratefully accepted by the public and not one single soul writes a scathing letter to the editor telling why it was not good in fact i can hardly believe that such a story was written possibly it wasn't robert r young eighty six third avenue kingston pennsylvania ha ha dear editor christmas day and because i'm not acquainted in this city i'm writing you a letter i have just finished reading your magazine i came close to not buying it being not overly prosperous but decided to take a chance when i saw you had a dimensional story by murray leinster that story was up to expectations the others were down to expectations if you want me to choose your magazine to spend my reading allowance on have more stories by leinster starzl brewer and wells it may take a little more effort but it's worth it Sachs romer is good on science stuff too before you print any more undersea stories have a diver look at them you tell about standing at the bottom of the ocean and seeing the submarine not more than a quarter of a mile away ha ha no fear that ha ha for the story says quoted exactly there gleamed the reassuring lights of the nereid not a quarter of a mile away probably intense searchlight beams could be seen that far editor you couldn't see it if you stood more than ten feet away i'm not trying to be critical but you should be more careful myron higgins five twenty four west one hundred street new york city we never will dear editor i have been an enthusiastic reader of astounding stories since it was founded and i think it about time that i voice my opinion of your great magazine taking all in all it's a vow but of course it could be made better by having a quarterly which i am sure would go over big wesso is great so why not have all the illustrations by him your authors are also great nearly every story i have read was perfect and whatever you do don't lose r f starzl his ideas are very good as illustrated in the planet of dread there is only one more thing i would like to ask of you and that is the reason why i write please don't spoil the magazine by endeavoring to please a very small minority by putting in unnecessary scientific explanations the reason why i like your magazine so much is because of the fact that it is unique in that respect i have read a few stories in other scientific magazines and found that they contained too much explanation i hope for the benefit of other readers and myself that you will not change the stories by adding too much explanation in the coming year i wish you all possible success john sheehan thirty two elm street cambridge massachusetts
this and that dear editor in the october issue of astounding stories mr woodrow gelman cast vote number one for reprints in the february nineteen hundred thirty one issue mr forgaris throws in number two and here goes number three i really don't see why even after the arguments you printed you don't print at least one a year i have been reading your magazine ever since it came out and have found that at least one half of your readers want reprints can't you print at least one for an experiment ray cummings s p meek dr miles j brewer sewell p wright and harl vincent are your best authors wesso is your best artist by far there were several stories i did not like they are monsters of moyenne earth the marauder and i guess those are all how about giving us some short short stories and how about cutting the edges of the paper smooth and giving us a quarterly but all in all i think your magazine is one of the best in the field vernon h jones sixteen hundred three sixth avenue des moines iowa it's your imagination dear editor well well astounding stories was two days early this month see that this happens more often of course the pirate planet took first place in the february number the story was very well written and the characters very realistic it deserves to be put in book form also in the talkies it would be much better than just imagine i welcome anthony gilmore d w hall and f v w mason to astounding stories their stories proved to be very interesting and i hope to read more do you know how to write editorials yes then prove it i have to be shown write on some scientific subject each month and every so often write on astounding stories itself and of its stories and authors is it my imagination or have you been using a better grade of paper in the past two issues it seems to be much smoother and a little thinner than that used previously i notice that you are giving more room to some of the illustrations as in werewolves of war and the pirate planet the larger the illustrations are the more there can be put in them jack darrow forty two twenty five north spaulding avenue chicago illinois if he but could dear editor astounding stories is without doubt the most preeminent in its field with such versatile authors as burke's when does his next story appear starzl cummings leinster vincent and all the rest how can it help but to overshadow all periodicals the illustrations are super fine wesso is a marvel if he could only write his own stories and illustrate them now a suggestion i am positive that every reader of your magazine wants you to start a department in which biographies of the authors and their photographs are given why not start one julia schwartz four hundred seven east a hundred and eighty third street bronx new york the readers corner all readers are extended a sincere and cordial invitation to come over in the readers corner and join in our monthly discussion of stories authors scientific principles and possibilities everything that's of common interest in connection with our astounding stories although from time to time the editor may make a comment or so this is a department primarily for readers and we want you to make full use of it likes 
dislikes criticisms explanations roses brickbats suggestions everything's welcome here so come over in the reader's corner and discuss it with all of us end of section 25 end of astounding stories 16 april 1931 by various